0: Sula explains.
1: Moderna says the FDA is delaying its review of its COVID-19 vaccine for teenagers as young as 12. The agency wants to take a closer look into a possible rare heart risk. The review of the possible risk, a heart muscle inflammation called myocarditis, may push back approval until early next year.
0: The Supreme Court will hear arguments on Texas's controversial abortion law today. Boston University law professor Linda McClain. If five
2: justices are willing to say that Texas can make this kind of law there's all bunch of copycat laws that could go to an effect
0: an Oklahoma man on death row has one last chance to plead his case. When Julius Jones was 19, he was convicted of killing Paul Howell. He maintains he didn't do it. CBS's Maria Maria Villarreal spoke to both families. The families, they both seem to want the same thing, justice, but they see the case very differently. Paul Howell's daughter, Rachel, is adamant Julius Jones killed her father and the evidence supports that. The Jones family says Julius is innocent and that race played a part in this case at 19 years old. They say the system failed him, and now it's time for people to hear his side. American Airlines has canceled more than 1,800 flights since Friday. CBS Transportation correspondent Errol Burnett.
3: American Airlines appears to be suffering from the same pandemic pain that befell Spirit Airlines in August and Southwest Airlines after that. Thin staffing plus poor weather conditions equals logistical chaos.
0: At the World
1: Series last night. The Houston Astros win game five, nine to five, coming from a four-nothing first inning deficit. The Astros scored two in the second, two in the third to tie the game, then moved in front in the fifth with three more runs and never looked back. Today is a travel day. Game six takes place tomorrow. The Astros still in a do-or-die
0: situation. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the World Series in Atlanta. On Wall Street, markets expected to open higher today. This is CBS News.
4: The leading sign of COVID is a fever, so everyone needs an accurate thermometer. Try the Exogen Temporal Scanner and learn more at exogen.com. That's exogen.com.
5: With just one spray
3: of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch.
0: So six hours from now?
3: Still sanitized.
0: 12 hours?
3: Yep.
5: 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours.
3: When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their
1: own homes. So why aren't you?
0: Hi, welcome to Furniture Depot. And you, come on in. Yes. Couches oh,
1: are flying the off the floor business. at Cheyenne's Furniture Store.
2: Sarah, can you go over to dining sets, please? She
1: needs more sales associates before shoppers take their seats elsewhere. Can somebody
2: get me a price check on trundle beds?
1: Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
0: More people are now going electric those who want an electric
5: vehicle and can set up home charging will likely do it right away for others in apartment living not as easy however tom Appel, publisher of consumer guide automotive says
6: hopefully in five or six years the broader charging infrastructure is what we call level three or dc fast charging
4: people will have access to that
5: cars.com editor-in-chief jennifer newman and some of her co-workers are going electric to learn what it takes to have home chargers installed what charging times look like all of those details that Frankly, when you own a gas car, you don't really have to think about it. During a recent online seminar, they shared their own experiences with EVs. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS
0: News. You want to ride like Kanye? His fleet of trucks are being auctioned off in Wyoming. There are six Ford trucks up for grabs. The rapper sold them back to a Cody Wyoming Ford dealer, which set up the auction. Bidding ends November 23rd. Stacy Lynn, CBS News.
4: What's all the buzz about nasal irrigation and navage, navage, navage? And should I try it? Here's the science. Airborne germs invade through your nose. It's the body's air filter for trapping allergens and viruses. When your nose gets clogged, it's less effective and germs multiply. Eventually, your immune system can get overwhelmed and you get sick. Nasal irrigation is an effective, all-natural way to clean your nose. It's not a drug. It's more like plumbing. Saline goes in one nostril, around the back of the nose and out the other nostril, flushing out mucus and germs. I'm Martin Hoke and I invented Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. It's the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage pulls out the bad stuff so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less and feel healthier. At Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath and Walmart or go to Navage.com for a free gift with purchase. Over 2 million sold. Navage N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. King Ace Hardware in Middleport, Ohio is proud to carry Magnolia Home Paint by Joanna Gaines. Joanna has partnered with Kills to create a premium paint line and a coordinated color palette that makes creating classic looks simple. And with its hard-working durability and stain resistance, you can protect the value that you create. So to start turning your vision into a reality, come talk to the helpful folks at King Ace Hardware in Middleport. It's when we dig deep. Moves it to Bjorkstrand, leaves it now for Texier, steps around his man, left wing circle. To do the right thing, at the right moment. All the way around behind the net, wrap around and score! Nice shoot, Tex! It's our blue, and out of our blue, we rise Choose the games you want and flexible payment options with the Blue Jackets ticket plan for the 2021-2022 season. Text TICKET to 26791 for more information.
1: What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH.
5: My name is Micah, I'm the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator and Project Specialist for Athens County Cares. I became involved with this project because I want members of my community to have access to the resources they need. My father-in-law had dementia. He and my mother-in-law moved in with us. As caregivers, we struggled to find information and resources to help him and us. The Athens County Care Consultation Program is what I wish we had when we were caring for him. For more information, visit AthensCountyCares.org.
4: Bronies is your home for all football games, college, and professional. If it's on television, they've got it. Don't miss the game or daily food and drink specials like $1.00 tacos on Tuesday, $3.00 loaded nachos on Sunday, just in time for kickoff, and of course, $0.75 cent wing night on Wednesdays. After you cheer on the Bulldogs to another victory, come celebrate at Bronies. Brony's Alumni Bar and Grill. Spirits and mouthwatering food. 7 West Carpenter Street in Abbott. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe, uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress, 593-7393. That's 593-7393.
0: Hi, I'm Kim, and this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's
2: probably not. It's the not Kim, and, Kim and, and, Ruth show. and Ruth Show. It's really.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to make it happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10:06, and we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics
2: and all aspects of healthy living.
0: But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen.
6: I-N-E-P-T, Inept
4: Tech, two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw.
1: Coach Turf, you took your Inept football team down on the farm this past weekend to play the Engineering Institute of Eastern Industrial Organization.
3: Well, that's right, and boy, that is a mouthful. So what we do, along with everybody else in our conference, is we just shorten that to the E-I-E-I-O.
1: And what kind of game
3: was it? Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, we did play a fine ball game. All our boys on offense played a fine ball game. and Our defensive team did give a real fine effort, and I am real proud of the way our special teams played. They played a fine ball game. Of course, you got to realize that Coach McDonald's boys over to EIEIO, they did play a fine ball game as well. So what all the fans seen, what went down to the Barnyard Stadium down on the farm to watch that ball game when everything was all over, said and done with, was a fine ball game.
1: Coach McDonald's team came into the game undefeated, and
3: not only that, they hadn't lost no ball game.
1: I was wondering if you were able to put a dent in that loss column.
3: Well, that's right. You know, I'm glad you asked me that question. We did put a dent in the loss column. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it was uh, our loss column what got dented and wasn't theirs. They still undefeated in the conference. You know, they five and zero in the conference. Looks like they're going to win the conference again. And we did come up on a short end of the score.
1: And what was that score, Coach?
3: Well, I believe when everything was all over said and done with and they had totaled up all the
1: night, it was 77-8. 77-8 would be one of the worst uh, losses in recent memory, Coach.
3: Well, I'm glad your memory is so recent because they beat us, I believe it was 112 to zip just last year.
1: So it was a great improvement over the game the year before.
3: Well, that's right. That is a bright spot. At The way we, way we can look at it, you know, even though they've done one the conference, uh, I believe it's not seven out of the last eight years. We did do better than we did last
1: year. And I'll be
6: back with Coach
1: Turf right after this message.
6: Good old EIEIO University. Well, this morning's our turf show is proudly brought to you by this source of vitamins and mineral lots and lots of fiber low calorie and low fat what is it apples
1: coach with a 77 to 8 loss to discuss i'm sure you'd rather talk about the 8 than the 77.
3: Well, that's right. You know, eight points, that's more points than we've scored in any ball game this year. We did get ourselves a touchdown in this ball game. We used what I like to call our football reverse chip sweep in that ball game.
1: I have not heard of that play before.
3: Well, it was a surprise ball play. You know, we uh, decided to spring that as a surprise so Coach McDonald's boys wouldn't know it was coming. And uh, it worked like this. You know, we had the ball on the own 33-yard line there in the second half. We decided to put that play in. And when uh, quarterback third and 12 takes a snap from center, he's supposed to pitch the ball out to Needles Norrigan, our wide receiver coming back on the flanker reverse to the left. But instead of pitching him the ball, he takes up one of them cow chips pitches him in them cow chips and then uh, shortest summers comes around he pitches him the cow chip going in the opposite direction then half pine hines is going in the opposite direction he pitches him the cow chip and they're pitching that cow chip back and forth in the backfield sounds confusing well folks. that's the whole idea it was confusing to their ball players and then, and by that time third and 12 he's pitched the ball out to needles Norgan and needles he's got the ball he's running around the end. ain't nobody knows where he's going except in the end zone nobody knew he got there till he scored a touchdown and you got a two-point conversion on top of that. That's right. We also kicked not only the ball, but a cat chip through the upright, so we got one point for the ball and one point for the cat chip.
1: Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the fighting oysters of Inept Tech. The coaching legend in his own mind. The one and only coach Art Turf.
3: In our 72nd year of you. serving uh, Southeast Ohio, AM 970
1: and 97.1 FM.
4: W-A-T-H-E-N-S.
7: Look at that sunshine booming in our windows. Actually had to throttle down the blinds so I could see. Morning sunshine is just dead in front of us uh, when we're on the air here. I'm not complaining, though. 41 degrees right now. And they say it's only going to climb up to 55 or high. Not a mention of rain this week. Think of that. Pleasant. Get a lot of yard work done and things like that. Get ready for winter time and well, wow. but look at it. No, not Monday, partly sunny. Tuesday, partly sunny. Wednesday, partly sunny. Thursday, partly sunny. Friday, sunny. Saturday, sunny. Sunday, mostly sunny. Anyway, it, 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 don't mention the rain for, uh, let's see here, what is that? It's nine days. Cool. Okay. Well, anyway, good morning, folks. Welcome. A whole new week of uh, the party line joins you, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. Um, yesterday, of course, was Halloween. We were, um, how do I want to put it? We normally have about 400 trick-or-treaters. If I had to guess, I would say we had 300. It was slightly down, but toward the end, it was uh, really heavy. Now in the city of Athens, you know, the the period was uh, 530 to 7. So uh, there was a little period there in the middle where we didn't see much activity on our corner or our neighborhood. But toward the end, whoa, it got busy. And I think all the kids uh, looked great and acted great and were happy. It was fun to see their parents uh, standing out on the road watching them and all of that sort of thing.
6: Always a pleasure. I like trick or treat. Now, when you, I'm curious though, when you say parents, did did do you notice more moms and dads, more dads, more moms? No. What would you say, one no. way or the other?
7: I mean, when you say Anything? more than typical, no.
6: Um, but did they? Who brought them? I guess was it a mom? It was often. Was it a both. dad? Both. Yeah. Good.
7: Yeah, often both. Um, now, once you get a little older, you know, like the high schoolers and the even to some degree, the junior hires, um, their parents will stand at the end of the street and then let <laughs> the kid cover the street and come back to them. You know what I mean?
6: Yeah, it's like, I don't I don't want them to see me with mom or dad there. I'm too old for this. Yeah,
7: and so um, <laughs> we certainly had some of that, and it's always fun to wave to the parents.
6: Well, cool. That's good. Anyway,
7: we had... Um, some good costumes too I might add
6: oh yeah any of them stand out as memorable there were just this morning Um,
7: a lot of a lot of the little girls were dressed like princesses uh, with just really stunning little clothes on and um, that that made an impression on me they looked terrific and uh, one in particular had a Bright red dress on from top to bottom, and she looked spectacular. Anyway, but uh, if I had to
6: guess her age, I'd say twelve, maybe.
7: All cool. right.
6: Well, they, you know, obviously put some thought into that yeah. costume. Yeah.
7: All right. Well, uh, trick or treating is coming and gone, and uh, we folks, uh, we here hope you had it as nice as we did. Uh, living on that far east neighborhood, Grand Park Boulevard, it's um, uh, we get a fair share. And I said we're we're accustomed to about 400. Some, we've had as many as 500, but the last few years, of course, it's been um, a thinner crowd. But it's growing again. All right, let's see here. Um National uh, besides being Halloween yesterday, n- yesterday was National Knock Knock Joke Day. And National Magic Day, National Caramel or Caramel Apple Day, Girl Scout Founders Day and National Doorbell Day. You know, some of these things I read and I think, why do we need that? A National Doorbell Day.
6: But anyway, it is what it is. Yeah, I guess. But uh, made, National. Made doorbell knocked... to be operational for trick-or-treaters. I guess so.
7: <laughs> but we sat, we we sat on, a, well, first of all, the doorbell drives the nuts. Uh, the dog's nuts. Oh, yeah. So we sit out in front and uh, they never need to push the button.
6: Walk up to us.
7: Okay. National knock knock joke day. I have a
6: favorite. What's yours? Um I I don't know. I can't okay, well, don't have one. You, I'll moment. lay
7: mine on you. Okay.
6: All right. Who's there? Wait a minute. <laughs> I couldn't. It's anticipation. No. It's killing the audience. I doubt it. <laughs>
7: okay, here we go. Yeah. Knock knock.
6: Who is there?
7: Boo.
6: Oh, my. Boo. Who? Quit crying.
7: Ha, 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 ha. I've used that once since I was a kid. I swear it. All right. Well, that's yesterday. So let's see here. Let's move on. Today is National Biologic. Coordinators Day hmm. Color the World Orange Day National Authors Day National Family Literacy Day National Cinnamon Day
6: Yum Yep
7: National Brush Day Autistics Speaking Day, National Cook for Your Pets Day, National Calzone Day, Yum. Job Action Day. Does that mean I'm supposed to expect a little more out of everybody today?
6: Nah, it's just okay. one of those to get to get a job. To go out and get a job. Oh,
7: okay. National <clears throat> Vinegar Day and National Deep Fried Clams Day. Another yum.
6: So, there. National Vinegar Day. You know, that has vinegar has so many uses. What a versatile ingredient. Mm-hmm. Cooking, cleaning, um, I use it for, if I get congested. What do I, you do with it? Well, put it in a pan of hot water and let it steam. Oh, I see. Breathe it in. Okay. Um, it de- it's a great deodorizer to boil it on a stove. If you've got a odor around the stove there, you've got something burnt or whatever, mix it about half and half, half vinegar, half water. Well, lots of things
7: listed for today.
6: Yeah. Some days we have one. Some days we have 31 of them.
7: I see a caller. Uh, I just glanced over. I'm glad I did. I might have missed it. Good morning. You're on the air.
2: Good morning. And you have been missing it. But anyway... (laughs) I don't want to get you all upset there, but maybe you're aware of, and maybe you're not, because maybe you don't tune into your own radio station over the weekend. But you had a uh, news desert. We were not able to get the national news, which I like to tune in on your radio station. You get because you know, never know what's going on in the nation or the world uh, if we turn on the news. And um, so you're saying after CBS? Friday night. After Friday night's football game, whatever that was with, um, no news. We had a little bit when the the guy decided, wait a minute, I don't know how to do this. On Sunday morning, he made, took an email. We had a little bit of news. Then we didn't have any news.
7: Well, this um, uh, that's disturbing. I'll try to find out.
2: Um, <laughs> if I might suggest, have somebody who actually works at WE2TH. Um, Tune in on these days, on the weekends, and sometimes even at night. You don't get any news because somebody didn't do something or the system didn't work. I don't know how all that gadgetry does. but uh,
7: Nor do I.
2: The the main thing, though, as to why you have a license for a radio station is to provide news
7: uh, or any television
2: station. At least that's what I've been taught over the decades, is that um, that's one of your main jobs
7: provide public service
2: yes yes, yes. And, and news is even more than a public service they can tell us we just had a bomb drop over the united states or something like that or some other weird thing going on but um, i
7: prefer not to have to do that but i, I understand I your know,
2: point i know i know but but still um well check on it the yeah, well the, and you can't call um and and leave a message because there's nobody there either but it was kind of funny, but yet sad that the guy on Sunday tried to do it, but he didn't know how to do it.
7: <laughs> Barry, <laughs> he, he, you mean?
2: Yes, that that oh, okay. guy. Okay. Um, you know, he, he's good at what he does, but he didn't know how to do that.
7: He's a nice guy. Ye- yes, I'm he is. I'm sorry he didn't call uh, one of our key people. Okay.
2: Well, um, maybe one of your key people should tune in, and they'd already know all by themselves. Mm-hmm. And they'd just go fix it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, ju- just telling you, you know, n- n- news, I don't like to change to another channel. No. I like your channel. We,
7: we'd rather you not, of course. <laughs> it
2: comes in a whole lot better than some, like, you know, the Chicago Channel or something, which is nearby your, your um, numbers on the radio dial. But uh, anyway, I just missed that because, you know, it's just something that, that I Do like you, do you
7: listen to 970 on AM? Or yes. do you listen to the, the FM 97.1?
2: I listen to the AM. Okay. Except when I say. So
7: when you say the W, uh, you're talking about 880 WLS? Yes. Okay.
2: I don't know its call numbers, but yes, I, I hear that. But they, they sometimes have similar, I think they must have the same kind of thing. CBS News, that's what you have, right? CBS News? Yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's it's just something, and, and, and even though you think, because I know you say it on the air, that everybody has a computer. There are many people I've, I've uh, uh, encountered over the last two months who say they don't have computers, <laughs> they don't have this gadgetry, they do depend upon the radio for, for pieces of data. Oh, sure. And, um, you know, it, it's just something that I thought you'd like to know and I didn't want to upset anybody about that, but, uh, yeah, okay. So
7: just for curiosity, did you call the station?
2: I did not call the station because I just did not call the station because okay. I know in the past and if you, uh, nobody answers. Lay, nobody answers.
7: Hang on with me now. Yes. If you do call a station, what number do you dial?
2: The one that's in my Rolodex, which is the, the, the one that's been there for decades. I don't know any other phone number.
7: 6651? Six,
2: six, uh, Whatever it is, it's in my Rolodex. Okay. I look it up and I can, Right, and and are you in the phone book these days?
7: I don't even know if there is a phone
2: book. There is a phone book, and you should get one in. Well, I don't know if you get one. Do you get one only if you have a landline? I don't know these I
7: days. I don't know, but I was in some store the other day and picked up three of them. Did but you? It, but it's tiny. I mean, it's... It's thin. Yeah. It's,
2: it's very thin. really
7: disappointing. Uh, plus, they had thin. lines listed for us that made no sense. Anyway...
2: Well, well. anyway, there, there are callers out there who, who are listeners who, who do enjoy hearing um, well, whatever course. you have to offer on the. Now, for, for, you know, they'll come to your, to your they'll, with your signal, and then it'll just be blank. And that's extremely um, frustrating for people who can't get the news. And then we forget to tune back in. So anybody who's an advertiser, their advertisement's not going anywhere because nobody's listening after they can't get the news because you get frustrated with it. But, you no, know, we sure I sure appreciate tragedy. you pointing Isn't that me? out. <laughs> well, you need to have me point it out, my dear, because <coughs> if we don't point it out, but I just
7: uh, won't I'd like know. to know what numbering is in your rolodex. Anyway, um, well, you because know, all the phone numbers um, are forwarded. If if the person can't answer them at the time, they're forwarded, or at least certain numbers are forwarded to someone on their private phones. And uh, then they would hear the message anytime. So we'll, we'll, um, when you think of it, let me know what number you, you're trying. All right.
2: But well, I thank thanks you very for much. your
7: comments.
2: Thank you so much. Take okay. care of yourselves. Bye you bye. Bye
7: bye. 970 W A T H. Today is November 1st. Imagine that. Uh, let's see here. This is the 305th day of the year. We've got 60 days remaining. Our highlight in history, we go back to 1765. That's a while ago. The Stamp Act, passed by the British Parliament, went into effect, prompting stiff resistance from American colonies. The Stamp Act, November 1st, 1765. 1478, the Spanish Inquisition was established. Yeah, that was a good thing. You see, in 1861, on this date, during the Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln named Major General George B. McClellan the General-in-Chief of the Union Armies, succeeding Lieutenant Winfield Scott. You know, when a world's been in existence for some length of time, we have so many things we could bring up, right, on this date. And then here's a dozen or two dozen things that have happened of note. And we just try to bring up a few of them periodically. Let's see, birthdays. Gary Player, golfer, 86. Country singer Bill Anderson is 84. Actor Robert Foxworth is 80. Kinky Freeman, another country singer, right? And I, as I recall, she was also a humorist. Comedian-like. She's 77. David Foster, the music producer, 72. A lot of country singers today. Why I love it. Sixty four. A lot of names here I don't know today. Another country singer, singer, Big Kenny Alphin. Big and rich is his nickname, right? Fifty eight. Uh, that's good enough I think so uh, like I said on any given date so many things to mention um, I brought in an ar- article from National Geographic and uh, not the New York Times and yesterday I took note of a fact Um, I didn't get my entire list of COVID statistics finished, which is why I didn't bring it in this morning. I'll try to have that ready to go tomorrow. But one fact I did notice is that worldwide, We hit the 5 million deaths mark. And of course it's not over yet. That's right, this week, global deaths near a devastating milestone. The FDA authorized Pfizer's for kids now 5 through 11 to receive that booster. Or is it the regular shot? Scott, do you know?
6: I think it's the regular oh, shot. Okay.
7: Um. Now, right here it says COVID-19 has killed nearly five million people. I have, um, I have it over now, five million, and these are national. St- uh, I'm sorry, international statistics. And they go on to say, as the world confronts another tragic milestone, experts say the death toll and collateral damage will rise unless vaccines are delivered swiftly. We've certainly heard that before, right? COVID surpasses the 1918 flu now as the deadliest pandemic in this nation's history. The FDA on Friday authorized Pfizer shots for kids 5 to 11. And they say here's what the science reveals about the safety of the Pfizer shot for that age group. The doses involved and the role it will play in protecting everyone from the disease. Let's see if we can share a few things here. Okay, so in Great Britain, it is the children, the young people, who are driving the longest-running COVID surge, um, which began basically, well, it had a peak in January of this year, and it was a big peak. But it had a dip down in July, but now it's climbing again. So, uh, we're talking about Great Britain. Um, I'm scanning a story here. I don't want to overdo here. Okay, now w- worldwide we've hit the five million mark. Deaths. Here in the U.S. seventy five, I'm sorry, seven hundred and fifty thousand. Well, Folks, I I don't know what more to say. I do not personally understand refusal on this. I'm sure there's some of you listening who would like to argue with me about it, but I just don't understand it. now, there still are some remaining questions, of course. Is a variant worse than Delta on the way? And the physicians are looking into that, or the scientists, very, very carefully. Um, there's a question why even fully vaccinated older people are at. A higher risk for severe COVID-19. How to confront COVID-19's toll on kids' mental health. There is still a question about whether it is wise or should you mix and match COVID-19 vaccines. We have a lot of experts uh, speaking up on that topic. And then the other question is, could we have both the flu and COVID-19, what do I want to say, prepared to hit us here in this country? So you wouldn't be just experiencing
6: one, but both. That's scary, isn't it? Yeah. It, you know, we certainly have not heard much about the flu in the last year for obvious reasons because of COVID.
7: But we're starting taking to headlines. now. Yep. We're starting to now. Yep. Um, let's see here. This is important. And I'm surprised we haven't talked a little bit more about it here on this show. I know on other shows throughout the day we have. Tomorrow yeah, we... tomorrow is Election Day.
6: Yeah.
7: Now, you've had the ability, and we've mentioned it very casually, to go and vote early. But tomorrow is Election Day, the November election. So, um, let's just uh, review the ballot for a minute, okay? So, we have our representative to Congress. There are two candidates, Mike Carey and Allison Russo. Um, They will be filling an unexpired term of the person who had held it formerly. Yeah, Steve Stivers. Um, So this is um, where they would serve basically for two years, just shy of two years. And then they'd have to stand re-election against whoever's running that time. So, Mike Carey and Allison Russo. Now, on city council, uh, Chris Nisley is um, the sole person. Um, She's holding that position currently, right? Yeah, I think so. So, this would be to simply um, keep her doing it. Re-election. Um, I, I was president of council for a couple of terms, and um, I don't know why I brought that up. Anyway, Chris Nisley, good person. Um, she has no opposition. Now, we have, uh, I think, five people running for at-large. There are three at-large seats total. Uh, That's how I started. I ran at-large and had a couple terms elected there before I ran for president of council. So we've got three Democrats and two uh, what appear to be independents. So five names to mention. Sarah Grace. Damon Crane, Micah McCary, Iris Virgie, and Ben Ziff. Um, so you need to vote for three or rather you may vote for up to 3 of those names sometimes there's people who will just vote for one because they don't know the others yeah. or they haven't studied it or whatever yeah. <clears throat> but whatever
6: can only vote up to 3 yeah. though for that um
7: first ward council person no opposition and forgive me on pronouncing her last name. Solveg Spedgeness. Something like uh, spelledness. So, uh, I, forgive me, it's just hard for me to pronounce based upon the spelling. Second ward, no, only one candidate, Jeff Risner. Third ward, Sam Crowell. Fourth ward, where I live, Alan Swank. Now we have a court judge, the municipal court. Again, um only one candidate, and that's Todd Grace. Nelsonville City Treasurer, one candidate. Michael Mullane or Mullaney, up in Nelsonville. In Nelsonville, they have uh, four at-large seats, and they have five candidates. So Justin Booth, Gregory Clement, Elizabeth Pidcock-Jones, Olfa Lawson, and Corey Taylor. So you've got to pick among the four. You may not vote for more than four, but there's five names. Um. A member of council at large, two to be elected to an unexpired term. Huh. Sounds a little complicated. Anyway, you have uh, two to be elected and two names written, Daniel Sherman and Gregory Smith. Out in Albany, you have Four people to be elected. Three names are on the ballot. This was always confusing to me. These sort of things. But um, so you could vote for all three of the people running, and they still need one more.
6: <laughs> or pretty much all three of those candidates will be members of council. That's presumed. Yes. That if uh, if they just get one vote yeah. each. Amesville, four to be elected,
7: two candidates. Buckdell, four to be elected, two candidates. Same situation for both. Chansey, four to be elected, one candidate. <laughs> Coolville, for to be elected no candidate. Folks, let me tell you. I'm going to interrupt my little thing here and tell you I enjoyed my time on city council. Uh, We had... Whoa! (laughs) Whoa! That was loud, and uh, I just yep. at the moment I pulled my phone out because I thought something else was happening. Okay. <laughs> Quiet. Um, I, had time, I enjoyed my time on city council. Um, all the time I was on, we never had a situation where, you know, there were three to be elected and only two ran. Uh, there were always more candidates than seats to be filled um, see, I never lost a le- an election um, I I really enjoy being involved in things that help the community so if, if this has ever crossed your mind, it's too late for this this round tomorrow. But, but participate. Um, I, I really do mean it. Okay, so where was I? Gloucester, I guess. Okay, now we have um, six candidates, four of which will be elected in Gloucester. So... Um, Good full representation there. Jacksonville, four to be elected, two running. Trimble, three to be elected, no candidates. Alexander, let me make sure I got this right here. I think there's two different township trustees' seats to be opened. No, no, no. Oh, no. Now I get it. Okay. So, uh, in Alexander, you got two township trustees' openings and two candidates. Uh, The same is true in Ames Township. Athens Township, two to be elected, two running. Burn Township, two to be elected, two running. Canaan Township, two to be elected, two running. Okay, here finally we got a, a bit of a competition. Carthage Township, two running, three candidates. Two seats. Two to be elected. What'd I say? Two running. Oh, two to be elected, three running. There you go. William Willie Guess, Christopher Nutter, and Robert Pullens, I believe, are the three candidates, each of which would like one of those seats. There's two to, two to be decided. Okay. What time is it? We've got nine minutes. We're okay. Yeah. Uh Dover Township. Two to be elected. Mercy. Two, four, six candidates. I guess I should read them. Danny Brown, Weston Lombard, Stuart Neal, Mark Sanders, John Snyder, and Harold Sykes. Could be six. Forgive me. But I think it's Sykes. Um, bu- 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 township fiscal officers. So this is for Dover, I guess. One to be elected, and there's one candidate, William Russell. Okay, township trustee, two to be elected, two running. Township trustee, two to be. Uh, this uh, that was Lee Township I just mentioned. Now Lodi Township. Two openings and two candidates. Uh, same is true for Rome Township. Two openings, two running. Trimble Township. Two to be elected. These are the trustees. Three running. Paul Smoke Barrett, Samuel Camento, and Kevin Moore. Oh, some competition out in Troy. We've got two seats opening there, and we have two, four, five candidates. Harold J. Causey, Leroy Guess, Charles Glenn Lance Sr., Mike Putman, and Brandon Russell. All out in Coolville. Waterloo, two to be elected, two running. York Township, two to be elected, three candidates. They are Mike Freer, Bill Me- Mellinger, 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 and Timothy Warren. It's basically Nelsonville. Am I getting near the end? This is a long ballot. Yeah. Athens yeah. City School District. These are for boards of education, that sort of thing. Three to be elected, three running. Paul Grippa, Sean Parsons, and Charity Wilhelm. Nelsonville. Two to be elected, three running. Micah Covert, Gary Ray Edwards, and David Loge.
6: L-O-G-E. I think it's Loge. Yes, that is for the Nelsonville, York City School District Board of Education.
7: The Athens Megs Educational Service Center Governing Board. One person to be elected, and John Depoy is the only candidate. Uh, the Athens Megs. Um, this is the for their their Trimble rep. Connie Talbert Dugan is the only candidate. The Megs rep. Mick Davenport is the only one um, running. Okay. Paper. There we go. And let's see here. All of this is the Athens-Megs Educational Service Center Governing Board. Now we go to Southern Megs County. One to be elected in E. Money Wood. Single candidate. Alexander School District, three to be elected in four candidates Jay Barnes, Josh Collins, Fred Davis, and Aaron Ramsey. Federal Hawking, three to be elected, three running. Also, Federal Hawking, one to be elected in one on the ballot. Michael Lucas. Okay, Trimble Local, three to be elected, two candidates. There are some write-ins as well. I haven't seen that before. Ralph, let's see. So the two that are on the ballot are Gary Arnold Sr. and John Stanley. And then as write-ins, we here see Ralph Kevin Coy and Kayla Simons. We're almost done with this. Ohio Valley Education Service Center, two to be elected. We have two candidates. Ohio Valley Educational Service Center, Southern District, two to be elected. Only one candidate. And lastly, the Warren Local School District, three to be elected, and we have three on the ballot and one write-in. So I'll give you the names. On the ballot, Bob Allen, Bob Crum, Deborah Proctor.
6: The write-in choice is Christopher Carpenter. Yes, these are all Athens County candidates here for positions. But so list. Those are the state issues that will be on the ballot. Okay. The state of Ohio we issues. I don't know
7: if we have a time to get through this. Okay. Um. Folks, I think the keen p- the, the the point we should be bringing out to you is, uh, you can go online today. And put in re- like where you live. And it will show you your ballot. And you can read what it is you're going to be asked to vote for or against.
6: Early voting today from, well, it's going on right now, but you only have until 2 o'clock this afternoon to vote early today. The election day is tomorrow. Actually, I don't think there are that many elections uh, uh, state issues that we have on there, uh, Athens County operation, emergency medical services renewal. That was one of them. Support of senior citizen services, and facilities. That is a 0.75 renewal. And uh, there's a few: Amesville, Chansey, Coolville, Gloucester, and uh, Ames Township, Burn. Lee, Lodi, Troy, York. So you'll, you'll see them all once you go to vote, depending on where you vote.
7: Folks, I suppose you know by now that many of our world leaders are in Glasgow right now. And uh, what are they talking about? Well, essentially preventing climate disasters. Um, climate change really is what this is about what can you do to prevent further climate change and are the richer nations going to have any influence on the poorer nations and how they go about trying to prohibit climate change
6: and apparently China chose not to participate and
7: that's that's an important one Yeah, folks we're nearly out of time we hope you enjoyed today's Monday edition of the party line we'll do it again tomorrow Tuesday of course and uh, we'll try to get through
6: some of these things a little more thoroughly than we did today Congratulations to Trimble and Nelson of New York High Schools. They move on in the playoffs at Bobcat Football tomorrow night against Miami here yeah. in Athens.
4: Ohio. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970
7: and 97.1 FM. WATH
0: Athens.
4: This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.
0: I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. We begin in Scotland, where the UN Climate Summit has started. World leaders gathering to try to figure out how to stop global warming. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson kicked it off.
6: Let us think about those billions of beady eyes that are watching us around the world, increasingly edgy and disenchanted. And let us think of the billions more of the unborn whose anger will be all the greater
4: if we fail.
0: President Biden is set to speak shortly. The Supreme Court is hearing challenges to Texas's controversial abortion law. CBS's Steve Dorsey with details from Washington. The
4: court will hear arguments in two challenges, one from abortion providers and another from the Justice Department. The Biden administration and women's
7: health activists argue the Texas law is an attack on Roe versus Wade. Texas says it's a matter for its courts right now, not the Supreme Court.
0: In Wisconsin today, a high-profile trial gets underway as we hear from CBS's Jennifer Kuiper.
5: Kyle Rittenhouse was 17 when he walked through the streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin in the summer of 2020 with a rifle. It happened after protests and looting broke out surrounding the shooting of Jacob Blake, a black man by a white police officer. Rittenhouse, who's claiming self-defense, shot three men, killing two. Prosecutors say he acted recklessly.
0: It's a staggering number. The global death toll from COVID has now topped 5 million in less than two years. Dr. William Schaffner from Vanderbilt University Medical Center says this number re-emphasizes the need to get everyone around the world vaccinated.
1: While other countries are still experiencing this pandemic, new variants can occur in those circumstances
4: and they could come home to affect our population.
0: CBS's Jim Crystal